It's spooky season. Spooky pumpkin. Spooky, spooky skeleton. This my voice. <gasps> Steph- Stephanie has a voice. ghost voice. Yes. Um, so spooky. Welcome to Spooky Series 2023. We It's our favorite time of year. So it's not the most wonderful time of year, but it's our favorite time of year. I've had so, my Halloween um, decorations up for months. Well, and that's the way to live. Two months. I mean, I did. I usually do mine like mid-September. I don't have any decor out, but I also have no <laughs> place to put decor or shame. in my house. Wow. I know you have no I places. Have, like, no place. Not really. What? Like this is us I, calling my you kitchen, out. My kitchen like has room for one candle, and that's like it. Everything else is stuff for my office. So the candle is fall disc, scented. Disc. Good job. <laughs> um, yeah. Anyway, we are doing our series on spooky games. If you're new to cutscenes and cupcakes, then you will come to find that instead of our usual format for the rest of the year. We like to break things up and do a couple of little episodes on horror games that we've been playing. And um, yeah, they're just like dedicated to being spooky season only and just individual games, each one, instead of like really deep analysis of stuff. Um, so yeah, the first one that we have on the table here, on the chopping block. on Your the table or my table? torture bed on the whatever wow. it is is the dark pictures anthology the devil and me whoa, whoa. um we've been heavily anticipating this game since it was announced like two years ago mm-hmm. because because it's about one of our favorite serial killers well I don't know if favorite. favorite favorite serial mm-hmm. killer because you know everyone has one of those it's, I mean, <laughs> everyone should know some weird facts about serial killers. I think that should be a requirement. But anyways, H.H. Holmes, the murder castle himself, dude. The murder yeah. castle himself, dude. <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so We know what you meant. <laughs> the Devil and Me's plot begins in Chicago, where H.H. Holmes runs the World's Fair Hotel which is full of traps for his unsuspecting guests. The prologue takes, po- takes place in 1893 Chicago's World Fair, where a newlywed couple, Jeff and Marie Whitman, check into the World's Fair Hotel to celebrate their honeymoon. However, soon after the check-in, both are murdered by the hotel's proprietor, Henry Howard Holmes. And then we get a flash into the future, October 22nd, focus, nope, October 2022. <laughs> focuses on the film crew Lana Entertainment which consists of director Charlie, Kate cameraman Mark, lighting technician Jamie and intern Aaron and the crew are desperately searching for ideas to finish their first season of a series about famous murderers and for their season finale they're going to cover H.H. Holmes um, but are disappointed with their current progress then they get a call from a mysterious benefactor claiming to be a certain Grantham Dumas Dumet. I wanted to make him French so bad, and these losers wouldn't okay, let me. Okay, but Dumet. 
invited this. Oh. They who made the game and voiced the people, they called I... him that. <laughs> so we're just going off of what they said. They're yeah. taking to an estate located, lo- <laughs> located. Can I read tonight? Located on an I island. I like that better. <laughs> and the crew takes notice of Dumet's suspiciously, suspiciously hasty behavior. So soon after, the estate is locked and shut, and the crew is separated. Bum bum bum. Bum bum bum. <laughs> so, so I'm just going to dive into the deep end and just say very quickly and cavalierly, I think we all can agree this one went a lot better than the past like six dark p- pictures anthologies you mean have three. been. <laughs> Seven, so this however the, many there have been. Yeah. So this was the fourth. Um, of their season one is what they're calling it. And yeah, we, we all like, um, I mean, we definitely had our criticisms, um, but we'll get into, we always do. (laughs) Yes. But we also were surprised with like some of the changes that they made in um, just like game mechanics and choices. And I, like, I feel like they, they stepped it up a bit. Yeah. Mm -hmm. This one was a great one. So we have, we have episodes on all the other dark picture games as well. And you'll hear our uh, unabashed thoughts upon them. So you should go back and listen to those now. But uh, for this game, it's the prologue starts off really well and really creepy. You have this cute couple who are in love, check into the hotel, and are promptly murdered. Promptly. Um, like brutally. Like... They like, like he like makes them each watch. Other to watch. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Between like a window wall thing, it was. You it like was at crazy. one point think one of them might survive, but they don't. They both die. They sure don't. Um, because they're in the murder hotel, and once you're in the murder hotel, you don't leave the murder hotel. You don't check There's out. No checking out. <laughs> <laughs> Do they know allegedly how many people? H.H. Holmes murdered on it. I thought you knew would know this. I do not. He is our favorite murder dude. Um, <laughs> he's, he's one of mine, which sounds even worse. Well, remember that documentary we watched with on him like yes. forever ago? Okay, so it was creepy. This is a game that me and my friend Brian, we've talked about Brian a lot. He's like, been on the show. <laughs> like the first time Ooh. we met. So when Aria was a baby. So about seven years ago, Brian and I talked for like an hour about making an H.H. Holmes game because it would be a fantastic setting. There'd be lots of obstacles. You would have to like withstand the villain. So when they saw that, when we saw that this game was coming, we knew we had to play part of it together. So it was a fun interactive game that we played in a big group, all of us together and passing along the controller. Yeah, So we we love a cow co-op. It's true. We played it when we were hanging out and celebrating Steph's birthday a few My weeks birthday. back. My birthday! Yeah. Horror games and birthdays. It, they go. They just go hand in hand. Horror games and a friend who's a whore. Who's... Is that you? What bigger that's, horror that's is there than growing older. That's me! <laughs> um, yeah, no. The couch, the couch co-op, first of all, like the couch co-op um, options in these games... 
is great because you can, um, I mean, cause you can, you can't just play alone and you can play all the characters and have all the chances to, um, you know, try and save them and make the decisions. But there's also just something fun about, um, handing the controller around and like you have, you have like an assigned character and, and I mean, there were times where <laughs> if it was like a particularly spookier part of the game setting or something, I, I'll admit I was chicken and I was like, I would just rather watch someone else play this part. Like, cause there were some parts where you're like down in the basement and it's just like pitch black and you just don't know what's going to be popping around each corner or what's lurking in the shadows. I mean, you kind of know, but you also don't because these games love their jump scares. And so I would make I would make someone else take my turn if I was stuck in the basement. Yeah, jump scares <laughs> really get me. So I, I passed along. was gotten by the maze type stuff. Like there was a lot oh, of mazes yeah. in the murder hotel. And, and the mannequins. And the mannequins and creepiness. The mannequins, and I but also am not the good at directions. So I had to have Steph's husband tell me like turn for turn how to get out. That's true. Yeah. Well, because that's the crazy thing about like about this murder hotel setting is that the walls like they have the mechanics inside the building where the walls change. And like I was noticing it actually like pretty early on in the game. And I'm like, wait a second. When we walked down this hallway before there was a door or there was an opening to another hallway. And then I'm like, no, it's mm -hmm. fine. And then later when we realized, like when the game made it more obvious that the balls mm -hmm. were definitely changing, it's like, oh, they've been doing it the whole time. Sneaky well, this dude, this two met character took upon what H.H. Holmes had in the 1800s and then made it better with our 2020 technology where you could have, yeah. More of the sliding doors, more of the mechanics with the light cameras and yeah, cameras and, and uh, voice recordings and bodies that they turn into mannequins audio. and they took put little speakers inside their mouth that they've sewn open or shut. Yeah, that was just creepy, creepy as fuck. Gross. That was creepy. So, yeah, that wasn't good. Um, one of the things I really liked was how this film crew each had a piece of. Um, like a tool from filming that was their specialty. So like lighting or the girl who had the audio gun thing was really cool. And she could listen to like the directional audio. And that's when we first realized like, oh yeah, the walls are definitely changing. Um, and she could listen to like what was going on behind each of the walls. And it was really cool. I think they had like some good ideas that they haven't had previous where it's like, okay, everyone gets a crappy cell phone light or, oh, everyone, you know, gets a lighter, you know, or whatever it is. Everyone has to it walk through more, the alone. Like right. it, yeah. it, it has more variety. It out. Yeah. Mm -hmm. There was more variety and um, which, yeah, definitely made it more interesting. Um, as a as you know who was as a player and a and a viewer mm -hmm. so you had some love interests we had uh katie and morello or kate and morella why can't i fucking talk kate What's and morello who's morello he was the guy her boyfriend i thought that was mark Mark, why does this say Morello? Yeah. What are you looking at? I'm looking at the <laughs> yeah. wiki. I Kate Wilder you. and Mark Nestor. Oh, I'm looking at the Wikipedia. I am too. 
I don't remember him ever going by Morello, but that could have been like his name, his last name or something. I thought, well, it says right here his last name is Nestor. Nestor. Well, it says right here that his name is Morello. That's weird. Let's call him M. M. Well, it's Mark. His name's Mark. Mark and Kate were ex-lovers, so there was that dynamics of should we trust each other? Should we not? Um, What should we do for each other? And then we have Aaron and Jamie, who were sparking Mm -hmm. up a new romance. So uh, they also had this chemistry that we're like well should we save both of them and we ended up killing both of them so i like to believe that they're together in the uh afterlife of our game yep oh they're in and then there was charlie who was just a dipshit the entire time yeah charlie was a great special character who we kept alive at all costs because that's who blake played yeah. yeah. Well, and also it, it's kind of interesting that like story wise, what they chose to kind of do with Charlie's character, because he was kind of the loner a little when I say loner, I mean, he because he didn't like he was the older of the group, too. He was he's the one that's mm-hmm. in charge. He's the director. But also he wasn't like romantically involved with anybody. He He's the boss. Right. And so he um like partway through the game, they actually kind of. um there's a point in time where the killer um, interacts. Like we don't know it's the killer. It, he's trying mm-hmm. to he's trying to uh, dupe uh, Aaron, and um, by by making her like like he, there's like an audio recording that was like very obviously mm-hmm. clipped that it was Charlie's voice saying stuff, but it was obviously clipped to like give a different message, and so it kind of like made Aaron um suspicious that charlie was actually involved and he was the one that was causing all of this um chaos and murder and scariness and so it's kind of interesting that they like chose to do that but then i feel like they didn't even they never like addressed it again no they did you guys know did you guys realize that too yeah and and i don't know if it's because aaron we killed her off prior to yeah some of the choices we made yeah so like we didn't see uh, you know, a react, um, an interaction with Aaron and Charlie later in the game, like after that. So maybe there Mark was. does bring it up though, because she, when she oh, died, she, told... she wrote her name and his That's name in blood right. and said it's Charlie. That's and right. And then, yeah, then Mark goes up and he's like, okay, her last like act as a living being was to write your name. That has to mean something. And he's like, I don't know. And then they just kind of leave it at that and then they find the tape later and are like oh shoot yeah and i mean they were definitely too busy running away from the killer at this point too so there wasn't a lot of time for conversation (laughs) yeah Uh, that was like pretty intense like when we so we like got to a point in the game as well where um one one of our characters found like the inner sanctum of this murder hotel and they like kind of figured out like oh my gosh like somebody's pulling all the strings this whole time they have cameras they have switchboards like they are completely controlling everything this is freaky and then he like comes in and like there was a point in time and i'm like i'm like positive and you guys can tell me if if you disagree but like i swear there were two people two murderers i think there were but I like, still, I still where, head canon that. Like, because wasn't all this, like, that he what was they in alluded to at the end? 
I mean, either that he lived or that there's another one. Yeah. Or that. So, well, and the interesting thing, too, that kind of went along with the story um, was, like, this whole character of Grantham Dumet and how that was an anagram um, for, like, other names, which... What was the real name for H.H. H. Holmes? Was it... Uh, it was, like, Mudgeon or something. Man- uh, Manny was- Sherman? No. No, that was somebody else. What was the... I don't know. There were a bunch of anagrams. There were, like, several names, and there was, like, a different, like... Uh, Oh, Monday, Hector X-F-B-I. Monday. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um. Well, yeah, because there was like an FBI agent that was like tasked to profile a serial killer, Manny Sherman, and so like all of like it just like all of these like names were, um, kind of anagrams of each other. Oh, I found out who Morello is. Morello oh! is the author who the true crime author first killed. Oh. <laughs> previous victim he was the one that was the real name of the guy who was at the house the one that the one that invited them to the island and he had his daughter there and his wife went crazy and yeah yeah there's well they didn't make it no there are definitely some twists and turns with this one i thought the story I mean, with these kinds of games and all the different choices and routes that you can take, you can kind of expect some inconsistencies or missing pieces. Um, This one was definitely, I feel like, a lot more involved than some of the other Dark Pictures plots. Mm -hmm. I feel like there was a lot more to it. Mm-hmm. Or maybe it was just and more it kept interesting. Us guessing, like, yeah, the fact that we would pause the game at a decision and like discuss for five, ten minutes, like that is what I want from these games. And we haven't mm-hmm. had that in a long time, where we've been able to be like, what is going on? Okay, here's what I think is going on, but it could mean this, and mm-hmm. I think our character would do this, but I want to do this. You know, it, it was cool. Yeah, definitely. It, de- it felt like it was more high stakes because we were just, I, I feel like, yeah, we were way more invested in this story. Well, the other stories included like a supernatural feel to it that we always felt never really panned out. It always like, there's mm-hmm. like a logical conclusion, which is okay, but kind of ruins some of the fun of it. And this one, mm-hmm. there wasn't that other than like the mysticism of H.H. H. Holmes. It was more like, you know what the immediate danger is and you need to escape that. So it was higher right. stakes and like creepier. Yeah. Also, um, it kind of twists and turns together a couple different stories of murderers because you have H.H. H. Holmes, you have um, Monday, you have, mm-hmm. uh, oh, the one guy... You guys are just talking about Sherman? Manny Sherman. Yeah. Manny Sherman. Yeah. <laughs> and so all these guys are, um, you kind of, you find cassettes throughout the game and you learn more about their stories and kind of what drives them and who they are and then why they might do this to continue on their murder sprees. So, mm-hmm. uh, and I think they really did well. They hit the true crime hard, which is really, I mean, it's kind of, I don't know. I might say it's maybe that it's decreased a little bit in the last little bit, but true crime always has been and always will be an interesting topic for some people. And so this, mm-hmm. this kind of hit that aspect for, for, for me. And I think for other people as well of that, um, 
it's almost like getting, and this sounds a little bit morbid and flip, and I don't mean it to be, but like you get a brush with a murderer, but you're not the one at stake. Right. That makes um, sense. Um, oh, did you put your finger up or were you just grabbing your chapstick? Oh, I kind of, well, I, I had, I, I was just thinking about something else. One of you speaks. One of you needs um, to speak. Well, I was just, <laughs> I was just reading an interesting thing too, kind of. Um, so obviously there's different endings that could happen with the game, um, depending on which uh, people survive. <laughs> but I was just reading on Wikipedia that if um, Kate and Mark are the only survivors and um, and are captured by Dumet, he shows oh, it's them. Awful. He shows them a video of Morello. So, who was the guy, you know, again, who originally invited them to the island, who was posing as Dumet, it's a whole thing, explaining his modus operandi of baiting groups to the island and instructs Mark to pose as Dumet and um, and then lure the next group to the island in exchange for their freedom, lest they die from their trap. So he like keeps doing that. He's like in this like cycle and it's like, oh, it's just like creepy. Yeah. Um, but whether whether Mark complies or refuses, um, Dumet has him and Kate killed, which is just crazy. Like that, like they just they have no choice in it at all. Like once you're caught again, there's no checking out. <laughs> bum, bum, bum. So one of some of our biggest critiques were the deaths, um, Ugh, like the choices the ones, before the them. choices for the deaths. So when we killed um, Aaron, she got stuck in like a out like an iron lung oxygen type thing, yeah, yeah, an oxygen deprivation tank with uh, Kate. Well, they were and, each in their own. Like, they were in separate yeah. ones. Like, they were, like, in sealed rooms. Yeah. And there was a lever, so you could choose which one to save and which one not to save. And so, we chose to save Kate and let Aaron die. And so, obviously, Aaron died because she ran out of air, sadly. We um, actually chose nothing, and the game defaulted Oh, to there we go. That's there we right. go. But we found out because we're like, well, that's stupid. We wanted, if you would have chosen Kate, which I don't know why we should have chosen Kate over Aaron or Aaron over Kate. I didn't feel strongly that the game had prompted us to save either of them. Um, There's a little crack in her window that she got saved by. But it was like such a brief thing. And they even mentioned one of the characters was like, those are tight as steel. No air can get out or get in. Yeah, they like pointed out the um the frame around the window and like made a comment about how reinforced they are and so like we didn't really like think that there could be a weakness in that in the mm-hmm. in the point in the window because yeah then mark like is able to like break the window and get air in there and save yeah. Kate. But like again like there was no context like other than that there was absolutely no reason for us to know that or think and- it and then um, our second death was Jamie. And uh, Jamie and Kate had been um, chased into an old cabin where they find a dog, mm-hmm. the little cute little pit bull. Oh, and they sneak back into a room with the puppy. And uh, Dumet comes in and obviously is going to hear the dog. So your option is to do nothing and let the dog growl and whimper or to kill the fucking dog. 
And we didn't want to kill a fucking dog. No. So Jamie. <laughs> we would he, not have that. <laughs> he asked Jamie right in the noggin. So right in the that was another one that I'm just like, geez, game. That's like a dark thing to have to do is like s- choke this dog out. Well, and it's like they didn't. And I guess they're it, called dark picture anthology. So I guess dark is. <laughs> part of the game but geez i wasn't but ready. i feel i, wasn't I feel like oh definitely not and i feel like these choices were like especially when there were previous choices right before the big one like i feel like they they still didn't have enough like lead up or like second chances Context. like it was very like well if i choose this Maybe it'll give me one more option to try something else, or maybe like there's more steps. But like, especially with the dog one, like we thought, we thought that maybe, um, you know, it, we would have another like chance to like fight him back or defend ourselves. But no, it was just like an immediate like we chose to keep the dog alive, and then all of a sudden there was an axe in our head, and it's like, mm-hmm. whoa, 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 whoa! Can we not like? what like fight him off or have the dog try to attack him because now he's on our side because we chose to say like it just felt like the choices were just like way too cut and dry in some cases right one of my favorite options options though was charlie when he was in the incinerator oh yeah so uh charlie's put into an incinerator and he can either choose to like try to pry open a grate or try to open up a steel door and he pried mm-hmm. open the grate and got underneath it, which wouldn't be pleasant to be in the fire room in a steel grate in a like, but he survives. Mm-hmm. And I actually think that's kind of, it was kind of a cool scene. It makes sense to me though, because the fire was coming out of the sides of the room. Right, right. Like toward, not towards the door, but on either side of the door. So I feel like it would have made sense for him to catch fire if he had tried the door um, rather than just going under the flames. But yeah, it was, there was some intense decision-making that I'm like, we don't know what to do. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Well, yeah. Cause they, again, they just gave us so little context that like Lindsay mentioned before, like we had to, for some of these choices, we had to pause the game and like, discuss right. <laughs> like what would be the better option because we just we didn't have enough to be like easily like oh go for the door oh go under the grate mm-hmm. like it was like wait a second what's gonna happen like we really had to like think it through and kind of go step by step and think about like co- the consequences of our choices and so yeah it was kind of fun to to be able to have those moments to to discuss and 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 kind of debate a little bit too with each other mm-hmm. um and and it just makes it more fun to be like involved like that especially if you're playing with such a big group right um, Should we? Uh, well, I know we, some ratings we, or well, there yeah, any more criticisms? Well, one, I have one more, one more game mechanic too that we didn't mention that I thought was really cool in this um, game versus some of the other dark picture games. Um, mm-hmm. We actually had uh, like items that we could equip and use, and so like each person in this like camera crew. Um, documentary crew they each like had their different um 
items that were more kind of specific to, excuse me, their role in, you know, the documentary. And so it was just kind of interesting to like, and I feel like we didn't, I feel like we didn't use those items as much as we should have maybe, but also it wasn't mm-hmm. super all, like it wasn't always clear right. when to use those things. So like, I wonder if there could have been other like secrets or clues that could have turned up if we had um, maybe use those items or abilities a little bit more. But when we did use them, it was pretty cool to be able to have that mechanic. Whereas in other games, like, no, there was like, there's, you don't have anything equipped on you. Like you don't, right. you just walk around, respond to quick time events or like hold up a flashlight. Right. Right. So I thought that was cool. Um, yeah. I have an idea. Let's rate the four let's put our the four dark picture games in order of our favorite to least favorite Ooh. in like lieu let of me reading. look them up so we remember oh, i have them just I nice know and them. fresh okay i think so I know oh, i've got them here too so in order of when they were released um man of medan little hope house of ashes and the devil in me mm-hmm so my list would go at the bottom would be House of Ashes, which I never finished, to be fair. I should probably give it another playthrough. But it's going to be at the bottom for me. Um, mm-hmm. And Man of Medan. Although I really wanted to like it. We love a good sh- sea shanty. Um, and then House of Ashes, which you, I really liked. You mean Little Hope? You already yeah. said House of Ashes. <laughs> and then Little Hope. Lindsay's going to edit that out. So I sound no, smart. No, I'm not. <laughs> Damn it. Okay, then Little Hope, which I really liked until the ending. I love the spooky witchy stuff. I love like kind of the time travel-y stuff. And it's kind of felt with the crew like kind of Scooby-Doo-ish in ways. So, mm-hmm. And then this one is probably my favorite. I think they did really good with this. It kind of, it reminded me a lot more of like um, Until Dawn. Qual. Not quite up to the same quality of Until Dawn, but it was getting closer to it than further away. So, mm-hmm. um, I I have to I I actually completely agree with you, Steph. That was also the order I was going to give, um, and pretty much for the same reasons too. Um, yeah, no, I I I liked this one a lot more just because there was there was a lot more variety. The story was more intriguing, but also it um. It was spookier. Like, I feel like this one, Mm -hmm. like, not even spooky, but disturbing. Like, in a kind of fascinating slash interesting way. But also that might just have to be because, you know, we we like like true crime, like serial killer stuff. Like, it is an interesting Mm -hmm. topic. Um, Well, and this one was gory. Like, there's blood and bodies. Which, again, call me morbid, but was kind of, you know, fun. Stephanie loves a good Franken mannequin, Franken body. My son, <laughs> my son sees Frankenstein and calls him the Hulk. So, oh well, that's kind of green. Yeah, like, that's cute. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so yeah, my order I think is um. Oh, I don't know. Little Hope at the bottom. That one was wow. just dumb to me. I didn't like it. 
uh house of ashes second to bottom this one i thought was better but like the characters were just so stupid like the like i don't know they were acting like high schoolers and they were in the military and their commander was an idiot you know um and but i did like the the reason it's above little hope is i think it was cool that the supernatural entity turned out to be real and i liked the way that they did that um and then i would put man of medan because i really liked the setting i loved the setting and i feel like it had potential but they just did such a crappy job oh it it. was so janky it was so janky but like i feel like if they patched the hell out of it and maybe changed so many patches they start over could scrap it and make start it over. Yeah. yeah i mean but you could say that about a lot of these but then finally of course on top is the devil and me i think this one was just leaps and bounds above all the others so and then next on the docket for dark picture anthology they're doing season two starting off with a deep space adventure um yes which i don't know if my husband's going to be able to play with his agoraphobia but there's so many things that can go wrong in deep space it's a good setting for a video game a horror game survival oh yeah directive 8020 should be very interesting indeed we'll see how it goes i don't think there's a release date though for it i'm looking online and it I mean, the they have been the Dark Pictures anthologies. They have been releasing them yearly, like, yearly around like Halloween. I mean, sometimes mm-hmm. they do them um, like, uh, like that first Saturday or Friday in November, which like I have such I have a complaint about. I'm gonna go on a tiny rant. <laughs> like, if you're going to release a horror game, release it in like August or September. Because then, like, people will play it in anticipation for spooky season. If you're going to release it mm-hmm. the first Saturday in November, I'm done with spooky season. And I'm getting ready to move on to, like, Thanksgiving, which then goes into Christmas. Like, I'm done mm-hmm. with that sort of thing. So it's like, if you want it to be part of, like, the spooky season, do it earlier. Like, I actually really liked how they did the quarry. I know it's same same studio, different... Uh, series um i mean it's a standalone but um they did that in the summer randomly which maybe was a little too early but like it was still fun it felt appropriate to me though because that's when summer camp is right like that is true that is true so they kind of played with so like friday the 13th esque setting you know Yeah, yeah, yeah yeah definitely so anyway guys tiny rant over (laughs) <laughs> well, be more timely with your favorite talk. <laughs> we'll be back next week with another spooky season game I TBD we haven't quite decided which one TBD we're gonna figure it out keep your secrets won't you little Frodo there come and join us on discord we're lots of fun and you won't have to listen to my voice you can just hear my typing well you can't hear my typing but see my typing um like us on facebook instagram gmail us if you want to we haven't had that joke in a little bit so gmail gmail talk to us on gmail 
that would I just mean, be great. We, we would actually, all get a notification. <laughs> I, that is true. I mean, we also are we're also on Threads. If Threads is still like, do people do things on? Forgot threads? about Threads. Yeah, it's around. It threads? What's Threads? You know There's what Threads is? Social media that like launched and failed. Oh. <laughs> It's like the it's the it's connected to your Instagram. Oh, uh, are we on we're on X too, aren't we? Not X two, but X as well. Uh I mean I yeah, think we are, but I, we haven't we haven't done anything. Check on out our X's Twitter slash X in a long time. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, find us so Discord. find us where we're at. <laughs> yeah, find Favorite us where we're social at. Social media Discord. we might be there. <laughs> but until next time, my friends, why don't you grab a friend? Eat some friends. Yes. And play, some play spooky games. <laughs> Yay. Yay. Spooky, spooky, Bye. 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 This has been an Age of Geek media production.